Hello, everybody, and welcome to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet very strategic choices you can make in your life to become the best version of you. My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and I am the host of this podcast episode, and I'm here with my very dear friend, Amy Seifert, life coach, motivational speaker, now author, onto her second book, and we might talk about that at another time, but it's so good to have you here today and to talk about three really, really important words, which are... Ask for help. Asking for help. Yeah. It's so hard. I think I was thinking about this, Amy, as we were even talking off camera, but we're just fearful people. And the fears within us tend to control a lot of our choices and our behaviors. And this is obviously one of them, the fact that we need to, at all costs, never ask for help or to show weakness. And I think there's the fear that we're going to be a burden. Yep. That we're going to lose respect of others, that we're in some way going to be viewed as needy. And you and I both life coach. I mean, we love the fact in fact, it is our business and our greatest joy when people come to us asking for help. But this is the frustrating thing. We're not mind readers. Right. And, and so <laughs> if you don't ask for help, if you don't express need, right. there's no way to help. And yet it becomes a real challenge. Why do you think that's so hard for people to ask for help? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's hard for me to ask for help. I don't want to be seen as weak or mm. needy. As we um, talked about, sure. Right? You, I mean, vulnerable. I think it puts you in a really vulnerable position to to hold out your hands, essentially, and say, can you help me in yeah. some way? You know, to admit your need, mm -hmm. I think, is that's hard. That's hard to do. I want to see, be seen as having answers, having it together. Right. But we, we don't. We don't well, and we shared this on a previous podcast, but this idea that... Um, we don't have all the answers, even DMB coaches and those of us who serve in kind of this counseling coaching role, we don't have all the answers. We need to regularly ask for help. And we were chatting about the fact that yeah. we need to ask for help on a regular basis. Share, share with our, our viewers and our listeners a little bit what we were talking about off camera. I was thinking about when was the last time I asked for help or you, and it was, it was just like two weeks ago, my mm -hmm. husband was traveling for the fall and I have three kids and all the sports and all the things. And there were, I couldn't be in a million places at once. And so I, I had to ask for help. And it's hard as a mom, a busy mom, to ask another busy mom to help you. But she was glad to. It was no big deal. And she was she was thankful to be able to like provide for me. And I thought I also love to help others. If people had asked, no problem. But it's it can be hard. We, we tend to think that we would love to offer help if someone asks for help. But right. we, we're the exception. Exactly. So if, so if we yeah. ask for help. Surely we're going to be viewed as, as you said, needy and weak and a burden. Yeah. Uh, and yet people are eager. It feels so empowering to ask for help. I, I know for me, particularly as DMB coaching continues to grow, we now have 17 coaches and these opportunities keep coming out of nowhere. I was feeling um, the Sunday scaries, the Saturday <laughs> scaries, but every day of the week where I wake up in the morning with this pit in my stomach, like, wow, I'm not sure I can do it all today. Right. I'm not sure that I have what it takes to pull this thing off. And, and I had to reach out even to my coaching team and, and they were so excited, first of all, to see me in need because <laughs> I had great need, <laughs> right. but to be able to say, I can't do this. Yep. I need your help. I need you to write this curriculum or would you take the lead on this particular referral or would you be willing to keynote this major event? I just can't do it. Would you help? And of yep. course they rose up. The DMB coaching team just rose up and said, well, of course, that's why we're here. It's more opportunity for them. Absolutely. They get to tap into their skill sets and their talents and their abilities. But even personally in the DMB coaching community, as we develop friendships, we can actually come to each other, not just with professional needs, but 
but personal needs. And to be able to say, I could really use prayer right now. I could really use some advice. Uh, Even Teresa and I, who've been married 27 years, it's fun because we do a lot of pre-marriage counseling. We do a lot of marriage enrichment counseling, even post-marriage. But when we hit that tough spot in our marriage, it's like, we need help. So then we literally walk across our backyard to some dear friends who live right behind us and their counselors, their coaches, and to be able to come to them and say, hey, can you take a look at our lives for a second? Can you spend an hour with us? We really could use some help. We could use some insight. We could use some encouragement. Um, And it just, it's been so good. And I'll just be honest, I'm a perfectionist. And uh, my reputation means a lot to me. And I want to be viewed as strong. I want to be viewed as smart. I want to be viewed as having it together. And I think I believe the lie, Amy, that if I share the weakness or if I pull back the curtain of my life and let people see what's behind the stage, behind the production, that I'm going to lose respect. And I'm learning and continually reminded, and I share this with my clients all the time, and yet it's good for me to look in the mirror and be reminded that I also can ask for help. Because it pushes us into community, right? Yes. We have this spot where we think we don't need other people. That is untrue. We were created for relationship. We were created for community. Mm-hmm. And when you say, I'm limited, I'm really limited in this area, but I see that you have resources, skills, abilities. You, It's you as a person yeah. even. Can you step in? And now we've got connection because we were vulnerable and asked for help. And it, it, it was breeding that connection. Yeah. And I think, and we've chatted about this, but I think when we fail to ask for help, it really distances us from other human beings. Right. And and being able to actually step in and ask for help, it creates this really, really powerful connection. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just so excited to be able to, to just say it out loud. And I think that's really, uh, in many ways, so much of the benefit of asking for help. And, and I was sharing this with you earlier, but just the idea of saying out loud that I struggle, of saying out loud that, I don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. It actually provides help before you even get the advice uh-huh. because you just feel known and you feel seen and you feel understood. And it just kind of normalizes the fact that every one of us on the planet has needs, mm-hmm. has issues, has messiness, has shortfalls, shortcomings. And, and I know for me, and, and I shared this with you in, in the past, but I think in many ways that counseling and coaching exists because oftentimes community does not. Yep. And not to eliminate and to devalue coaching right? or to devalue counseling, but oftentimes what we don't need is advice. We just need to be seen. We just need to be heard. We just need to be able to enter into community to say out loud, I'm struggling, and someone saying, me too, or someone saying, I am so sorry, or entering into that with us. Yep. Because oftentimes what we're doing is because we don't want to share that with our friends and our colleagues in our professional and personal networks, we go hire this specialist right. that can then keep our secrets. Right. When the thing that we most need is to share the secrets. And to be in the light and in community in the middle of and that. And to share the struggles. To be known. And, yeah, to be known and to be seen. And yeah. I need to look in the mirror and say this conversation. I need to hear this podcast and and replay it over (laughs) and over and over again. You were sharing about a situation uh, that I thought was really touching where uh, you actually asked for help and and were surprised by some of the responses. Well, yes, I was advocating for a dear friend who's a mom of four and she Mm. was wanting to start GED classes. But the way they had structured it, she kept hitting these walls. And I said, can I advocate for you? Can I come in? And as I had this conversation 
with the woman, she was getting more and more frustrated with all the things I was saying. And I finally, I was like, how can I defuse this bomb right now? And I said, listen, can like, I just need your help. Can you help me in any way? And it felt like everything just kind of dissipated. You should see her, everything changed because yeah. now I put myself in a vulnerable position. Like I need your help. Is there any way? And then she was able to see like, she has power and she can change a situation for a woman. And she said, let me see what I can do. She went in the back, had a conversation, came back around. She's like, okay, I think we could change and flex here. And I said, thank you. Cause it put me in this vulnerable place where you weren't demanding. I was not demanding. You are asking. And I think so often when we feel like we need help, when we're in that position of panic or uh, fear, where it's like, I I need help. The tendency is to not put ourselves in that vulnerable position, but to demand it. Yes. To rise the level of emotion, to continue and and to become demanding. And control. control. Because again, that's really what it comes down to is that Let's just be honest. We've talked about this. We have control issues. <laughs> We've talked a lot about yes. this. Yeah. And so in many ways, that's the root issue oh, yeah. for a lot of this. I want to be able to have control. Mm-hmm. And the minute I come to you and I say to you out loud, I need help. I've now released control. Yep. And given you control. <laughs> and it's like, do I trust this person? What's going to happen? But in many ways, that's when we're the best versions of us. Mm-hmm. When we release that control. When we allow ourselves to be known, we allow ourselves to be needy in the presence of other people, which is exactly what you did. You were trying to advocate. You realized this is not working. And you just said, help me. Yes. And then that other person on the other side of the conversation rises up and says, who who wants to say no to someone who genuinely needs help? Like, will you have mercy on me in this situation? Versus you owe me. I demand this of you. It comes out of the same place of fear, a desire for control, and just that anxiety and that worry. But it's a completely different approach. Three simple words Mm -hmm. to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Other challenges you think we face because of this idea of asking for help. You're a life coach. You've been speaking at women's conferences. You're doing a lot of different things um, on a regular basis as you are interacting with other people's stories, when you're intersecting with their stories, why do you think, Amy, that people aren't asking for help? I mean, as we talked about, I think you don't want to be seen as needy, as weak. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be self-sufficient. Yeah. And that's the opposite of what we even teach and how we coach. Like, get into other people's lives. Take off your mask. And even being in a position where your hands are open and saying, like, I'm in need, I need help. Can, is actually strength. Brene Brown talks about this all the time, that yeah. our vulnerability is actually strength and courage. And then all of a sudden there's connection. I think that's huge. And I'm guessing even as we are doing this podcast, it will not be released today. It will be released at some point in the future. But I'm guessing that there are listeners on their podcast platform. There are probably viewers as well on YouTube that are watching And right now, these words, though they were spoken in the past, have a very present effect and they're ringing true in their hearts. And I guess I just want to say to our listeners, to our viewers, if you're in a place right now where you feel scared, Mm -hmm. where you feel hurt, where you are struggling privately alone, would you take these three words to heart? And don't just report about it after the fact. I mean, even even as a father of nine, my worst case scenario, and I get this regularly where, dad, can we talk? (laughs) For the past three weeks, and you're like, for the past three weeks, 
I want to hear for the past three hours or at the very, at the very worst, the past three days, but not three weeks. Don't right. report to me after the fact. Bring me into your present tense momentary yeah. challenge mm-hmm. in the present tense. Invite me in. Yes. So listeners, viewers, invite someone in today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and be willing to ask for help. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.